0: irreverent, entertaining, cool, you're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening
1: to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.
0: Angie Everhart and you're listening to two people who drink more beer than I drank blood in Bordello of Blood, the number one uncensored show about beer, boobs, and political incorrectness. This is drinking Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Cheers, baby.
1: Angie Everhart, <laughs> and uh, welcome to uh, Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on L.A. Talk Radio, and uh, even though right now here in New Jersey we are getting nailed by the snowpocalypse um, we are here, drinks in hand, in our snowsuits, ready to put on an awesome show, as always, for you guys. Snow money, snow problems. That's right. And That's right. Uh, joining us tonight, uh, first of all, will be Merv's famous Bloody Mary mix. A, uh, a Bloody Mary mix that uh, I'm very excited to uh, to try. Um, and apparently it's one of the best in the country, so, so I'm super psyched to talk to him. Uh, we also have a Bloody Mary mix taste test going on tonight, where we have five different Bloody Mary mixes, including Merv. Where we're going to blind taste test them all and see which one is the best. Which means by ten forty-five at the end of the show, we are going to be, be- we're going to be, be barely even to uh, finish the show. Right. So we'll um, be flurring and stuff. It's all good. <laughs> all good. But uh, joining us uh, live on the line right now is someone who's probably not buried in snow because I believe she's out in L.A. Um, and probably out to some nice weather and that's uh, out in la and that's TV host producer uh, and entertainment reporter Stuart uh, brazel how you doing Stuart
0: I'm good Brazzle like razzle dazzle and it is 65 degrees I'm dying over here
1: ah that's awesome so jealous <laughs> we have uh I know what do we have 16 inches of snow right no, now 20 20 inches and, si- and of snow. six
2: foot drifts so and yeah six foot
1: drifts that were buried right here See, with
0: i went to college in upstate new york and ithaca and that's why i got oh, the hell out of there you guys what are you yeah. doing <laughs> <laughs> that was like
2: that was like a daily thing for you then in the winter time yeah oh especially. my
0: gosh honestly i graduated college early because of it
2: <laughs> well, it's okay. All my coworkers are in LA right now too, and they're all like posting all over stuff, like sucking and like you know, like hey, oh, it's so sunny. I'm like, I
0: hate all of you right now. <laughs> oh Seriously. my god, I know. If it gets to be like 70 degrees, we break out our sweaters. We're like, it's so cold. I need like a like some red wine or like some mold wine in a fireplace. <laughs>
1: All right, um, j- j- just to get into you a little bit, I mean, tell our audience a little bit about yourself and, uh, and and what you're all about.
0: Yeah, so I am a TV host, entertainment reporter, like you said. I host a really fun show right now called Drinking with the Stars for mm-hmm. The Rap. so it's super fun. Basically, we just film like in different LA hotspots. I just drink with the celebs, we might drink a little craft beer, we might do like mixology, we might just keep it simple, do vodka soda, and just sometimes it's really great to get these people off of the red carpet, off of where they're used to talking and getting a more real interview, and, you know, alcohol mm-hmm. never hurts that, and so right. I do that, and I also have my own, like, website blog where I post about stuff called com, and then I also am co-founder of a really cool women's website called com. And we mm-hmm. love to talk about wine, drinking. We throw, like, wine parties and get the girls together. And we're all we're always up to no good. So I try to, between all of that, I keep it busy. And it's kind of funny that I'm doing this right now because I just spent all day at the L.A. Fit Expo around, like, a bunch of meatheads. And the first thing I wanted to do <laughs> when I got off of work is I've got a little uh, Allagash Corot going on. So I was like, i got to nice. get away from the protein shakes, and I need myself a good beer.
1: Nice, 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 nice. Now, um, and, that, and that's awesome. That you know, that's what we do. We um, you know, everybody we interview, we, you know, we, we we drink and have a good time with them. And I think it opens up people more. And people are are you know, it's always a better interview that way because it relaxes people. It kind of gets rid of uh, you know any kind tension of uh, or tension, or stuff like that. So um, so it's always a good yeah. You want to wanna
0: make them forget that they're being interviewed, and you right. want right. like to talk like to them and out. get the get the PR stuff like out of it. Like, oh, my publicist told me I should. Say X, Y, and Z. It's like screw that. You already told everybody else that. Let's talk about something else. Let's tell me something that everybody
1: doesn't know. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. And actually, what um what got my attention uh, on you actually is I saw a post. Um, I don't know if it was a couple weeks ago or whatever it was, but uh, that you were drinking at eleven a.m. in the morning. I think it was a Pabst mm-hmm. Blue Ribbon at the time, and I saw that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I, got, I gotta get, I gotta get her on the show because yeah. <laughs> someone's drinking so that. Funny.
0: By- I never, I never say no to a PBR. It was the first beer I ever had. I feel like it's still a solid choice, and here in LA, the hipsters love it.
1: Yes, they do. They love the hipsters. Love that beer anywhere you go. I mean, we're we're out close yes. to New York. So we're close to hipster central over here by yep. brooklyn so yeah no i know that <laughs> and i'm a big pbr fan too and you know we the doing the be- kind of beer show we do where we promote a lot of the craft beers and you know uh beers that aren't like the the popular beers like the budweiser and and course like pabs ribbon pbr is actually the only beer that i can still drink that is a kind of a well yeah like the pbr
2: like uh family like lone star you know uh, yeah old, old style. style
1: yeah <laughs> beers like that so. um I can still drink without uh, getting too much, um, you know, too much shit from uh, our fan base. I should say,
0: right? No, uh, totally. You're like it's it's sessionable and it doesn't taste too much like water, and people think it's still cool.
1: Right?
2: Oh, that Narragansett is the other one. Narragansett.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Narragansett. The The other
2: hipster beer.
1: The other hipster beer. Yes, the other one. Stuart, do you have, um, I I know you just mentioned PBR, but do you have like a a favorite beer, uh, right now, like a go-to beer? Like if you were to choose any beer, uh, that would be the one.
0: Oh gosh. You know, I go, I'm always like trying new stuff. If they have, if I'm just like, you know, if it's a happy hour and I just want something pretty easy, Allegash white, like I love Allegash. Allegash white hipsters. Also love that. It's always good. I've been really playing around with more saisons lately. Um, I like a couple of different ones. I feel like there's some stuff in New York that I like. What do you guys have? What's one of the breweries over in Brooklyn? No, Omega Gang. They put out a good Saison. Do you guys ever drink that? Omega Gang? Omega Gang, yeah. Yeah.
1: Omega Gang, yeah. They're the ones, actually, that make the Game of Thrones beer. Right. Um, all the Game oh, of I Thrones haven't
0: stuff. had that.
1: Yeah, they they make one for every, uh, what is it, almost every house of Game well, they, of Thrones. Well, yeah, they and... come out
2: with, like for every season they come out with the new one and like they had a blonde they've had a stout they've had a red ale that was like spicy for like the Targaryens um right and then nice. the stouts for like the Starks I think no the or? stout was the take the black was the the wall oh okay we actually okay. have it over there <laughs> but no and then the Lannisters were like the, was like the blonde ale then they did some other one that we haven't had that is sitting in our kitchen mm-hmm. but yeah they do like nice it's awesome, and the bottle's really cool, and so, yeah, they yeah. do, like... I think it's, like, once a, once a season, once or twice a
1: season they do Yeah, one. they come out with those Game of Thrones well, beers, but. Yeah,
0: I wonder if we get any of those. I'll have to look into that. Like, what I've been really into is I like the... Like, I like things that are aged. Like, there's this place in L.A., and I I met the woman that... She's been doing this forever. It's called Lady Face Ale... I met her at LA Beer Week, and she did this just insane like farmhouse ale that she aged in Sauvignon Blanc barrels. It was just insane. I mean, it was. If you like sour, if you don't like sour, your your face will just cringe like a lemon. But I was crazy for it.
1: Yeah, I'm a sour freak. He hates it. Yeah, Cassie <laughs> loves the sour's. I'm I'm not a oh big fan. My of my so I it.
0: love love love. It's so funny because the first time I tasted the sour's, like, what is this? And then it's just like one of those things that it grows on you. And now I'm like, it's it not does. sour enough. <laughs> right
1: right yeah i just never agreed with uh with with my taste buds the sours so i just never got into it but you mentioned saisons before Saison is my thing i and love saison's, saisons are very close to sours if you if
0: it's they the right are point. yeah
1: yeah it's, it's very close but it doesn't have that tangy sour taste right. to them um so yeah so i so i don't know um but it's another thing,
0: it's like One people day. that if they, no, totally, if they aren't familiar too, like a lot of these, like the Sours, the Stazons, like they could have, they could kick you in the butt, you know, they're up there at like 9, 10, sometimes. So if I take a friend drinking with me and they think they're just drinking beer, it's like, no, honey, that's not 3%. <laughs> like, right. You can't chug these. <laughs> you, you've got some alcohol going in there.
1: Right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, just a little bit more about you. I, I was just doing uh, some research on you, and um, it looks like your first. And correct me if I'm wrong, but your first job in the entertainment industry uh, was with E News Live as a production assistant. Um, like, kind of like it what
0: was. Kat-
1: yeah, like what Catherine it's crazy. Did
0: yeah, it's a great. You know, it's such a good <laughs> way to like come. Well, first of all, it was t- hilarious. So I did an internship at E. Summer before my senior year at Ithaca, uh-huh. and like I'd never even thought about moving to L. A. And like, then I did this internship, and I was like, no way you can wear heavy on a flip flops like every day of the week all year long. Like, and coming from such intense weather in Ithaca. Like, I actually graduated early and came out. Like, I'd been interning, and they had a job open up. So, like, my second semester of my senior year, I was already working. So I was, like, the person that got there first. Mm -hmm. I would go through all of the trades and all of the news and get everything ready so that in the news meeting we could talk about, like, what was important, what we should talk about in the show. And it's such a great way. Like, if anyone is interested in working in TV, working in film... Like you gotta pay your dues and you work as the PA because you get to do everything and you right. get to respect everyone's position and how hard it is and how hard everyone mm-hmm. works, and also gets to let you know what you like and what you enjoy doing.
1: Right, right. The money's um, crap,
0: but the experience is great.
1: The experience is everything, just so you kinda get your feet wet and you yeah. kinda like get you know, understand the business <laughs> a little bit and uh and kinda give you a good idea of of, of where you're going. Um now Totally. When, yeah, when you worked at E, um, if you said anything bad about the Kardashians, were you in fear of that you may be taken out?
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so funny because, like, the Kardashians are kind of like this line in Hollywood. Like, I have some places because I'm freelance. So it's like I still do stuff for E. I've done, like, E! True Hollywood stories talking about reality. And it's like you go in and all first thing I see is just Kardashians everywhere. So I would not ever talk – poorly about a Kardashian because they make that network a ton of money. And, you oh, know, yeah. obviously Ryan Seacrest produces it and you don't want to mess with, I feel like if you attack a Kardashian, in some ways you're almost attacking Ryan Seacrest and he has his hand in way too many pots to piss mm. him off. I mean, right, now he's right. doing NBC shows with Jennifer Lopez. So it's like, you don't want to mess with him. And then other places in L.A., like if you say anything, like you can't even say the name, it's like a band name. People hate them so much, like they refuse to speak about them, and they absolutely despise them. So it's it's very, it's like either one or the other. There is no in between.
1: Right, right, definitely, definitely. No, they're all over the place. You can't look anywhere without seeing news on a Kardashian, uh, this, that. Oh,
0: my God, but now it's like everything's just Kylie Jenner, Kylie Jenner. It's like no one cares about the Kardashians. I know they put out that app, and everyone was jealous because Kylie's app sells the most. Now everyone wants that freaking lip-plumping kit, and she's selling out of it. And it's like (laughs) people... She got plastic surgery. She had her chin right. shaved down. She completely changed her face. It's not the freaking lip plumper. It's, her lips well, are well, completely I mean, big. If, you, if
1: you ask the Cardassians, they, they didn't get any, any kind of surgery ever. I mean, their butts are naturally that big, and their lips are naturally
0: Well, it's funny because they go and they get these, like, you know, they go and show, oh, I didn't get a butt implant. But what they're doing is they're injecting fat in their ass. So, no, that's not going to show up on an x-ray. It's fat. They're taking their right. own fat and putting it back in their ass. No, you can't of course they're gonna right. do whatever they can.
1: Right. It's not like it's not like the, the, the fake <laughs> boobs of the silicon. You're you're injecting your own no, fat No, it's into
0: not your like I, I would like Nicki Minaj to get her butt x rayed. I'm very curious what that would show.
1: <laughs> yes dude i i saw a picture of her the other day on the internet um it, it kind of went viral a little bit but uh she was doing a concert and she was sitting down on a stool and the way her butt looked like connect to the rest of her body, just looked it didn't look human like it looked like an alien her butt's
2: ridiculous
1: though. yeah it just it, no it so i
0: like i don't even stupid. know how she sits on that thing
1: <laughs> me neither. Me neither. And hey, hey, don't get me wrong. I'm a butt guy. So this whole butt revolution thing, it kinda got gets me gets me excited, but over the top is just ridiculous. Like Nicki Minaj's Mina- butt is just over the top. Yeah. Just way over the but
0: top. But it's like at the same time, it's like these days, women that are in the music industry, that's a female MC, a female this, it's almost like if you want to be taken seriously, you gotta have a big ol' ass.
1: Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. I mean, Gato times change. That used to not be the case at right. all. <laughs> it used to not be the case No. At
0: all. And it's like you can't achieve that kind of booty doing squats. Let's be honest.
1: <laughs> no way. No way. They need a little assistance. <laughs> yes. <no>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, you also do, um, you know, speaking of celebrities and stuff, you also do like the a lot of the red carpet awards. Like um, you do oh, the. Oh, gold-
0: gosh, yes. Yes, yeah, so many I, I, everything I from it. yeah, clubs, movies, uh, TV, music, everything, and and live red carpet shows are really it, there's nothing like it. It's like it's you can be live for so long, but it feels like a minute, and then you're like, what just happened? It's the craziest thing and the most fun thing. I love live red carpet shows. <laughs>
1: Who was the most uh, who was the most famous person that you uh that you ever interviewed or the most excited you were to interview a particular person? Who was it?
0: Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Wow. Leonardo DiCaprio, that's awesome.
2: I think I'd be like not able to talk.
0: <laughs> I literally like I was like, the girl that I was like stalking the movie store when Titanic came out and I made sure that there was like a cardboard cutout with him doing the I'll never let go. It was like the two of them from the front of like when they did that scene, and I made sure I got that and took it home. Like, I'm a Titanic freak. So at this point in my career, like, it, it takes a lot to make me nervous, but, like, with him, I was like, oh, I saw him, and I was like, he's coming. <laughs> but then, like, he was, you know, so many people you interview, and you have such high expectations that it's someone that you're, like, really personally a fan of or that you uh-huh. just get, you know, you get excited. You're like, oh, I think they're so awesome. I hope that when I talk to them, they're as awesome as I think they are. And with him, he it did, He wanted to be there. He was so engaged. He locked eyes. He listened to my questions. He was so well-spoken, eloquent, sexy. You just want to, like, jump in his arms and make out with him. Like, he is awesome.
1: Well, he probably didn't freak out uh, when you touched him because you're not Lady Gaga.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, he probably is, I mean it's crazy with those memes it's like you just do one thing these days and then instead of you winning a golden globe and her winning a golden globe it just becomes about the way that he looked at her
2: right
1: right right and i just think it was coincidental like he just didn't really see who it was no he felt
2: like this thing with her dress like him
1: yeah and he's like <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's <laughs> like, grossed out by her at all. So, um, well, I, he
0: also—it's like, what did they do? They gave Leonardo DiCaprio the worst seat in the house. He got bumped every time someone walked yeah. by. Like, why did they do that to him?
1: Yeah, especially a big star like that. I mean, that's just—that's that's just crazy. I think you get prime time seating, right? I don't know, like put like Burt Reynolds there or something like that. <laughs> Burt <I put> Reynolds, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio there. Um, I, I, you know, he. I, I agree with everybody when they say that he's been snubbed a lot of times for, um, for, for like a for an Oscar. So I hope this year he finally gets it for uh, the Revenant. For the Revenant. Yeah. Um,
0: Have you guys definitely.
1: seen it? Uh, no, Not yet we haven't seen it. So I, but I, I do want to see it. Well, first of all, because I think it's going to be a great movie. But second of all, I really want to clarify whether or not he gets raped by the bear. He does
0: not get raped by the bear. <laughs> he <laughs> does not hear. get raped by the bear. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, us. like, the fight goes on so long. That's why I think it's really funny that Jonah Hill parodied the bear because I kept on being like, how lo- how much longer is this? Like, just enough already.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, I love Titanic too, which I think it's it's very sad that um, last week, uh, with, you know, with everybody that's just passing away from cancer, you have Celine Dion's husband, um, that per- died, he, he passed away from cancer too. Um,
2: Renee, yeah, whatever. So whatever
1: his name is, but you know, I, I was, I was always kind of, I always thought it was kind of heartfelt that she actually married a survivor of the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no. <laughs> yes, her heart really does go on.
1: No, apparently his didn't.
0: <laughs> well, I, just, I know. It's you know what? On on the real, it's sad because then her brother died like two days later. Right.
1: Yes, which is which is, <clears> terrible, <throat> which is terrible, which is terrible. I don't wish that on anybody. That's terrible. Um, no, but it actually, is
0: interesting that, it's, that we go through these. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, you know, David Bowie, and then it was like it just kept going.
1: Right. In the past couple of weeks. I mean, you know, we were talking about this last week on the show. You had David Bowie. You had Lemmy. Um, that just died also of cancer. Um, you know uh, who else am I missing? You you also had the uh, uh, Alan Rickman, Glenn Camp, uh, the guy from the Eagles. What's his name? Glenn, Glenn Frey. He yeah, die from cancer. He didn't die from cancer. Can- oh, it wasn't cancer, no. but still, I mean, like it's complications. To, to have rate. all these people just pass away um, in the matter of a couple of weeks is just pretty crazy. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Yeah, Hans. From I die. know
0: it's <laughs> It's crazy. It's like I hope yeah. it'll stop now. It's like usually they say these things come in threes, but this has been way too many.
1: It's yeah. It's been like tens. I mean, let's yeah. uh, you know. Um, Yeah. You know, what actually one thing I want to get into too, uh, real quick is just, uh, you cast a uh, multiple seasons of over 10 hit reality shows. Um, Oh yeah. Including one of me and Cassie's favorites of all time that we used to watch all the time together, which rock a love with Michael. <laughs>
2: love that. Show love that ever. Show. Yes.
1: Um, <laughs> now, um, you actually uh and you actually you're actually like a go to uh, reality expert for and you've been on shows like Larry King headline news extra uh, the CBS early show um, most people feel that these days that reality TV is uh is all scripted do you, is is that is there any truth to that or do you disagree with that
0: I, I mean it's reality TV at this point now that we're what like fifteen twenty years into it it can be very I wouldn't call it Scripted. I would call it very heavily produced. So it's kind of like, let's say you and I are having a conversation, they like something or they like where the conversation is going to go, they're going to really heavily steer us and I go, oh, Stuart, can, can you say that again? But can you say it like this? And then all of a sudden it's, no, it is not. You're just taping people interact. It's very heavily produced. And you Uh can tell when the girls, like, if you watch The Bachelor, like, right now, you can tell when the girls are being fed, like, the one-liners, when they go, like, oh, he's my prince. Like, they say something so stupid, and someone wrote that. Like, they did not just come up with that. Like, in the confessional, we call them OTF, so it's, like, on the fly. So it's when you grab the girls and you're having these one-on-ones. That stuff is very heavily produced. They will tell them, say this That and the girls just want so badly to get the hell out of there, they're just going to do whatever they want because they don't want to be there anymore.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. So, so it's just kind of like a puppet master kind of controlling it, but like kind of like giving suggestions, Uh, you know, you should do this, you should do that. Uh,
0: Yeah, it's like you're not going to give them a script like you say this, you say that. It's going to be more (laughs) like you're going to produce, like, all right, you girls are going to go to brunch today, like if it's a housewives thing. I mean, a lot of times these girls. Like, they're, they they are really are like that, but you're going to control the situation. You know you want some drama. So you're going to make sure they're drinking the wine. You're going to make sure it's late. Right. You're going to make sure, you know, you keep everything flowing. And when you're pulling them aside, you might go, oh, did you hear Candy said this? Like, as a producer, my favorite show, you guys need to watch this. It's Unreal on Lifetime.
1: Um, what's it called? Unreal? Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. It's, okay. yeah,
0: it's like it's it's like a, a scripted, an actual scripted series, but it's about the making of a show like The Bachelor. Right. So yeah. Sherry Appleby mm-hmm. starts. It is freaking genius and it's so dead on.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we gotta check that out. We gotta check that out. Um but but awesome, Stuart. We really appreciate you calling in um you've been a very interesting guest uh we love talking to you we have a lot in common with you and uh we're going to continue to promote you on our website um and uh and and awesome Stuart, thank you very much do you have anything that you want to promote or plug um uh before we let you go
0: just be sure to check out, if you guys are drinkers, keep your eyes on therap.com. It's an awesome website covering, like, the business of Hollywood, and that's where you can catch all the episodes of Drinking with the Stars. Nice. And follow me uh, at Stuart Brown, pretty much for everything, and check out my website, StuartSubs.com, and you can see where I'm going to be and when that is going to happen. But this was so much fun. You guys, Stay, stay warm and stay safe.
1: Yeah, we will. We will. Thank you very much, and enjoy that 65-degree weather.
0: <laughs> I will. Cheers guys. Bye.
1: All right, Stuart. Thank you. Mendez out. Alright, folks. That was Stuart. I'm sorry. What how do you pronounce Razzle? Brazzle. Like Razzle. Like Razzle Dazzle. Yes. Um She was awesome. Uh yeah. definitely uh. It's awesome funny guest. because
2: I kinda wanna like touch base her for like work purposes. <laughs> <laughs> like go like hang out with her in LA and stuff like Yeah, no, she know. was
1: she was awesome. Loves beer. Uh, you know, l- loves the uh the entertainment. And I'm sure she'd industry. hang out with us if we went out there too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely absolutely awesome girl. Uh actually, uh, one of my favorite guests that we've had on, that definitely a different guest. Um, you know, not a porn star, not a uh, you know, not a comedian, uh, not a big drinker, uh, just a cool Actually, she was a big drinker, but uh just a cool guest. But uh anyway, let's move forward because we're on a time crunch. Here, yes. Utah. Two. Two beers that is and of course we're drinking I'm drinking an awesome beer uh, by KUKA. Actually, uh, it's uh, Aldine Brewing Company. Aldean Brewing Company. I think the beer is called KUKA. It's a blonde ale. 6.5% ABV. Very, very good beer for a for, uh, Belgian-style beer. I really like this. I do recommend it. And uh, Cassie is drinking an amazing beer. Cassie, what do you think? I'm
2: drinking? drinking something very special. And props to my sister and her boyfriend for bringing us a four-pack of it because you can't really get it. But I'm drinking Heady Topper by The Alchemist.
1: Yes, And if you are a beer fan, um, you know you know what
2: Hetty Topper is.
1: Hetty Topper is like the uh, what the Jesus Christ of beer. It's it's
2: one of those beers that like people just search for, and it's 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 like definitely
1: worth searching for. Like if uh, beer was reality TV, Hetty Topper would be the Kardashians, right? Yes, it is the is the beer. Uh, so she's very lucky to be drinking that. I'm jealous. Not that well, the beer have, I'm drinking is some not more.
2: good. We have some more here for but, you. Uh,
1: very jealous that she's drinking that. But um, anyway, folks, every show we play a drinking game where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, you drink. Now, going along with the 16 inches of snow that we have on the ground, tonight's drinking phrase is ice boners. <laughs> An example of that word is, after the show, I'm going to stick my unit into the, into the snow and treat Cassie to some ice boners. Oh! oh drink! And Cassie, do you have an example? <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing before the example. Every
2: time I watch porn, I hope I can catch an ice boner.
1: Oh! I don't know. What kind of porn are you watching that you hope you catch an ice boner? I don't know.
2: Oh! Oh, drink ice butter porn! Oh, <laughs> oh
1: drink! Uh, I'm counting, and Cassie's missed two sips there on the uh, on the drinking order. Um, so, before our next guest calls in, what we're going to do is we're going to get to the Bloody Mary taste test now, quickly,
2: quickly, because we have five minutes. It's okay, four we, minutes. We
1: can finish when the when they're done. Okay, okay. So if we get started and we have Murphy's call in, we can just interrupt it and finish. Got it. Calm, calm. You should have snorted your Xanax before we started the show. Just relax. I
2: don't take Xanax.
1: Um, All right. Just kidding. Stop. See, I always say this about Cassie. If she was a teacher, I'd write her a love letter and she would correct it. Talk. All right. So we have five different Bloody Mary mixes that we're going to taste um, here. And all the vodka is the same for every Bloody Mary that I mix. It's all uh, absolute pep har. So uh, it goes well with a Bloody Mary. Um we have Powell and um oh uh, God I did to read my handwriting here. Powell and Mahones. Uh we have Mr. and Mrs. Uh, T. T. Uh we also have uh we have two of Murphy's who's calling in a minute. We have his regular mix and his spicy. spicy mix. Um and we also have um what is it, MCI? Um MCI mix. Um Okay. Which is uh which is, uh, I, I guess, a mix. I may be I mispronouncing a, that. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You probably can't read your fucking handwriting. Probably. Anyway, we have five different mixes. Now, we don't know what mix is each when we're tasting it. Right. So Blind. we're going to taste the Bloody Blind. Mary. And then at the end, we're going we're gonna to see which one's the best and see which mix is what. So Cassie has the first one in her hand. It smells good. Um, smells good. Bacon-y. Ca- Cassie's going to sip it. And uh, Cassie, uh, what do you think? Yeah. yeah, it's all right. So not that good, is it? Spicy? No, it's not or? spicy.
2: It's kind of flat. Tastes okay, like, let
1: me say. Tastes like tomato juice. It's okay. I mean, um, it's not horrible. It's but not horrible. There's not enough. There's not it's enough. Drinkable. Depth. If you're not a fan of a spicy mix, that's a good one. It's okay. Yeah, it's a little there's, watery. Yeah, there's not a lot of depth to it. Not a lot of depth to it. So, um, all right, let's pick up our second one here. Um, all right, Cassie, uh, let's so mix that up. Our- when
2: I put the I'm putting that. So put
1: order of which one's better. Okay, so so this one you're mixing it around a little bit. And uh, what do you think of this one?
2: Well, this one's really watery. I think it's because the ice is melting.
1: Okay, all right. So well, they've been sitting here for half an hour. So uh, sip it up, and um, she's drinking it. And what do you think? I like the other one better. Uh, What about me? Uh, Okay, you like the other one better, huh? Yeah, that one's kind of watery and gross. This one's a little bit spicier than the other one. I actually like this one better. Really? Than the first one. Yeah. Let's put this one ahead of the other one on the ground. All right. So because uh, okay. I pride myself on being a Bloody Mary expert.
2: I just feel like there's. I don't
1: know. All right. So let's uh, let's tap this third one here. Uh, so far, Cassie's not very excited about this Bloody Mary taste <laughs> test. Because Cassie's like not getting anything except water. Okay. Uh, all right, Cassie, taste this third one here, and um. Ew! It, just it tastes like juice. It just tastes like juice, like, like you tomato don't even... juice. You don't even taste like uh Nothing. Nothing. I probably should have done this Bloody Mary mix with somebody that loves Bloody Mary.
2: I love Bloody Marys. They're watery though, because of the ice.
1: No, this one's spicy and good. I like this one. <laughs> this one's very spicy. I taste and good. Anything. I, I, I like I that. I probably Bloody blew Mary my palate out because of
2: that. Alright, so this one probably. goes in front. Yeah,
1: I like that one the best so far. So put that one that that, that one first. All right, let's get to the uh, the fourth Bloody Mary that we got down there. Actually, no, as that sits there, I like it better. Okay, as... Yeah, I oh, it. we have a caller. Oh, all right, so let's pick it up. And uh, hello, you're on uh, Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hi,
3: Steve Murphy. Hi. Yes,
1: hey, Steve. How you doing, man?
3: How you doing? I think one of my Bloody Marys is uh, one of them that you're trying.
1: <laughs> yes, I mean... Two like, of them. I mean, well, yeah, no, we have, well, two of them all together, but so far... Uh, we've tasted three, and I think one of them may be yours. Maybe, um, yeah, that
2: one is good after I, it sits a little bit. In my yeah, mouth. I
1: mean, one of the issues is we made five Bloody Marys before the show started, and they're um, getting a little. Watery. Yeah, we've uh, we had a half an hour interview, so the ice melted down a little bit in uh, in them. But um, but you know, we'll we'll find out which one's are yours because so far, I think the one that I tasted that was yours. Uh, Was my favorite, but um, now just to get a now you're you're Stephen Murphy you're from you know Murph's famous Bloody Mary mix. We've been talking about you all week. I'm a humongous Bloody Mary fan, so I'm very excited about this interview, and uh, I just have some questions for you, buddy. Now, um, how'd you get started in the uh, Bloody Mary mix business? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, actually, uh, through just. Well, it started this way. I had a family recipe that I was obviously passionate about, and never thought anything entrepreneurial about it ever, ever. And I, you know, just you know, I ever go. To, I'm sure you have a drinking show. So you've been to a tailgate once or twice in your life. Is that correct?
1: Uh, of course, yes.
3: Okay, so at the tailgate, the guy who or the guy or gal who organized that tailgate. Always gives assignments to people. All right, you got the, you got the steak and eggs. You've you got the sausage and your peppers. Murph, where's Murph? Murph, you're the Bloody Mary guy. So I, I was That's... always assigned that Bloody Mary assignment. And the night before, I always mix my blend passionately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, when you show up to Taylor, the first thing you're going to do is, is drink a Bloody Mary. And then you'll move on to whatever beer, wine, whatever you're going to do the rest of the day. But I'd always get that initial feedback of, wow, this is really cool. You should bottle this. I thought I'd never, ever, ever do something like that, ever. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> the more I heard it, the more I put thought into and looked at the industry. And then I said, you know, if you really look at the, um, the bottle products that are on the shelf, they're, they're low quality, they don't look very good in the bottle, they have a lot of uh, preservatives, and don't taste very well. So that was one. The second one was that the Bloody Mary Arena is not branded. For instance, when's the first time or ever time you've ever walked up to, to a bar or a supermarket, and you've looked, actually, for Bloody Mary by name or by a brand.
1: Very, very the, rare, yes.
3: Very rare. And that was the two things that said, you know, that there's opportunity here. So he said, if I can make a very high-quality mix that people love the second they taste it and actually can refer to it by name, I think I have something here.
1: Gotcha! Awesome! Awesome! Yeah, because definitely because uh, you know I, I've always loved Bloody Marys, and typically when I go to the liquor store, it's always that generic Bloody Mary yeah, that's ugh. that's <laughs> like made by on the bottle of some dude that fought in like uh, 16th century England with a monocle, and it's just like <laughs> it's just a terrible Bloody Mary mix. I think um, that was so, Major.
3: I think you're referring to Major Peters, but
1: yes. I don't- <laughs> yeah, Major Peters. Yeah, Major go to the bathroom right away. All after I, I ever see is the Tabasco one. Yeah, oh, yeah, Tabasco. The, the classic Tabasco right. one, which I think is part of our taste test here, which and might be the I one that so. you drank and almost fell out the window there. <laughs> I was um, like, ew.
3: Who, now, I know you guys are supposed to, want to answer the question, but who, who arranged, I know your husband and wife, but who arranged the blind taste test? How did that happen?
1: Well, I mean, we we, we knew you were going to be on the show, and we and, you know we have two of your mixes uh, in house. So, uh, Cassie went out; he always buys the, the liquor for the show, and she just uh, picked up a couple of other uh, Bloody Mary mixes. And we're just going to blind taste test them, and uh, you know, and, and see which ones are the best. Uh, and we've never tasted your mix before, so um, you know, we're, we're we're just gonna we're just gonna see. Uh, and, and, and yours probably is going to end up finish, finish finishing first and second, I think. I would think so. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, now, now I, I know you have two mixes, and, and I know the answer to this question, but obviously people that are listening don't. But what are the uh, varieties of Bloody Mary mix that you currently have?
3: Well, I, I had the first product I came out with uh, was a Murph original. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a typical Bloody Mary mix with a little bit of a kick to it. You know, a little mm-hmm. bit of a kick. And again, I'm, I'm a big consumer feedback guy. Um Being entrepreneurial in this business, like you know, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Constantly, what do you think? To everybody, and everyone's like, Murph, you know, I I, look, and they'd be honest with me. They say, "Listen, Murph, we like your mix. We love your mix. It's just I just like things more hotter and spicier." So that that was like ding 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 ding. All right, Murph, come Mm -hmm. out with a Murph hot and spicy, which really is a a hotter and spicier version of the the original mix.
1: Gotcha. All right, so you have like kind of like a a (laughs) spicy and not that spicy.
3: Correct correct
1: and I, I know what you're talking about because there is some mornings that i do want that over the top spiciness in my bloody mary and then there is those days where i just want the nothing that's going to like uh burn out my my mouth so i can actually drink a lot of bloody mary so so um you know there is it's always good to have one or the other uh available to you um so that's so that's good stuff now um now we we uh we see that you've won a bunch of awards uh for your Bloody Mary mix and you've actually made appearances on T V. Um what awards have you won and uh you know what shows has your mix aired?
3: Well, the awards uh, I won, I because I, I attend a lot of hot sauce festivals, um, because not merry many Bloody Mary festivals or trade shows or festivals, so I, mm-hmm. I consider myself a cousin like a like a second or third cousin to the hot sauce arena um because that's that, that is such an artisan food uh, category that is just exploding people love hot sauce so I go to a lot of their shows because you know it, there is hot sauce in my in my product and at mm-hmm. those shows I get I get approached by periodicals one being um uh the hot sauce hold on I'm looking at it right now let me just <laughs> I can't... <laughs> One being the hot pepper awards. You know, they come and they say, "Listen, send in your product." We do it once a year. We 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 mostly ju- we mostly uh, judge on on Bloody Mary, uh Excuse me, hot hot sauce mixes, but we do have a category for Bloody Marys. So I would mm-hmm. I would just send it in like anything. Chili Pepper Magazine said the same thing to us, and so I just every year we'd send it in, and then I'd say, "I would just say, how many entries are there?" They say, "There's twelve this year. There's fourteen this year. Or there's you know, fifteen this year." And I was fortunate enough for to win or to finish the second or third place in almost every award. I sent my bottle into.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, that says a yeah. lot right there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I was once a uh, a seat filler at the a seat at the Tony Awards, and I accidentally okay. was sweeped on stage. Uh, like when, when the one group won, uh, you know, and the the winner was actually on stage. I was on TV, and I actually got to keep the Tony Award. Uh, So I have a Tony Award, which is just (laughs) awesome, and I've never been able to play...
3: You and Kramer from Seinfeld. Yes! yes, yes, I love it.
1: You're the second person you ever in Seinfeld in three members. years. Uh, I
3: mean, uh, that, was that was an easy one. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, we we're uh, and then later in the episode, he was at the uh, what was the exclusive club in New York City where they said we want a Tony. You have
1: s- to wear a jacket, and um, and he was <laughs> talking with a bunch of people, and the, the one of the producers actually came over. Um, yeah. And uh, the only re- the only way to let him keep the award is if he fired Raquel Welch. <laughs>
3: That's, right. That's right. That's right. I love it. <laughs> that. <right>. I love <laughs> how
2: people get the reference. Yeah, it's, it's only yeah. been you uh, and me, Dan
1: Soder, the That's only it. two two people.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: Utah. That's awesome. But uh, That's
3: awesome. Uh, and back to your second part of your your question, uh, not um, the, TV, the the way the TV came in is uh, there's a lot of outside the box thinking with my brand. And I didn't want to be a Me Too product. I think, you guys, I think, kind of, you know that going in, like, uh this guy, the Murph, he puts his picture on the label. It's, you know, it's kind of a little. It's not outrageous, but it's still, it's not a typical packaging that you would mm-hmm. see in the Bloody mirror arena. And with everything that's going on in the food world, the you know, the, and I'm sure, and what you mostly cover, the craft beer world, just the mm-hmm. explosion that's actually going on right now, is this media out there that wants to cover these stories. And they want something different. They want something good and unique. And uh, I had the opportunity to be on Kathy Lee and, and uh, uh, Kathy and Hoda. Kathy Lee and Hoda, it's one of their favorite products. Uh, Fox and Friends I did, which was a pretty cool thing, uh, the right this Saturday before the Super Bowl last year. And for the local Pix 11, I did a nice gig. And these videos are all up on my website at mercefamous.com where you can refer to them and uh, look at that. They're not typical segments, they're kind of fun. Energetic
1: segments. Well, Kathy Lee's a good one to go on to because all they do is drink on that right <laughs> I know per, per target audience. <laughs> I need that job seriously. <laughs> yeah, sit there all day and drink friggin' wine. I mean, right. Jesus Christ. I mean, I wouldn't drink wine, but no, oh, yeah, I wouldn't drink wine either. But drink all know. day, exactly. Hour. Yeah, well, Two hours or whatever yeah, they're on. I'd be drinking some Murph's Bloody Mary mix all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: Makeup and wine, please. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Um, hey, uh, is there a vodka that you uh, like specifically would like recommend, or uh, a vodka that you think we should use for your Bloody Mary mix, or is it kind of open? Or
3: well, it's open. Like I, I kind of have a funny. I've been asked that question a million times, so I have a funny respo- like a funny like canned response, like hey, any vodka's good with the murphins So you pay me to say something different. You know, that's my canned response. Mm-hmm. But there is actually a. A, a real vodka that I, tr- from from my perspective, I truly believe, is the best vodka, and that vodka is actually Smirnoff's, and I'll tell you why. Smirnoff's, um, you know, and that's not even considered a high-end vodka, but but it's got a very coaly, the the finish in the distillery they do it in a very coal, woody sort of fashion. It's got a coal sort of like woody, smoky smoky taste to it. So that mm. blends or marries with a Bloody Mary. Other than better, excuse me, better than any of vodka that I've that I've ever had. But you know, everything's up for opinion. You
1: know, right, right. I mean, I I generally like the uh, the absolute pepar because um, you okay. know, cause the, obviously the the pepper it's uh, taste to it. Bacon vodka is really good in Bloody Marys. Too. Well, bacon vodka, of course. Um, and yep. uh, a lot of the times I'll go with Tito's. Tito's is actually pretty good. Uh, and too, zombie but, yeah, uh and there's actually a vodka out of New York called Zombie Apocalypse Vodka. I don't know if you've ever had the pleasure no. of trying that, but no, uh I've it's an amazing vodka. Yeah, very good, very good. Um actually uh did you ever hear of this vodka? It goes great with uh Bloody Marys, it's called Ice Boners.
2: No! Oh drink! <laughs>
1: Ice <water> vodka. <laughs> 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 all right, moving I on heard on, um, <laughs> I can't <even> breathe. <laughs> uh we we noticed that there um there are a bunch of recipes that you can actually make with your mix besides uh, besides drinks uh what what yeah. are what are some of those recipes
3: well that that again that all came back from the consumers that that wasn't like me you know in my office like let me think of another thing to do with my mix you know mm-hmm. people would say. You know, and again, not not just like a broken record. Everybody wants a new item to cook with, or marinate with, or you know, different flavor to their food. You know, the foodies of this world. Again, the food explosion that's going on in this country, and people say, Murph, I cook with this. I use it on wings. I use it for sauces. I use it on gazpacho I cook my meatloaf with it. You know, I. I you know, when anytime I need a little tomato flavor, because your your mix is. According to some people, your mix is delicious, and, I, and it's mm-hmm. all natural. It's no preservatives. I don't mind you having other uses for it. So through that, I developed a recipe card, and, you know, I they, they had trade shows, because sometimes people, you know, they, they drink a bottle of Bloody Marys. They they drink only half of it, because the, the typical right. Bloody Mary drinker is one or two. You know, I never met anybody who said, this is my seventh one. You know, That's
1: that's correct. It's usually in the morning or early afternoon, sure. and they have one or two, and they kind of do it as a kind of a hair over the dog type of thing. Correct. And, uh, correct. Once they get once they get out of that zone, they switch the beer or whatever else they drink.
3: Correct. So here's this bottle of my product or anybody else's product for that matter, hanging out in the refrigerator for a week or two, like what, well, staring at you, and with my product because it's so tomatoey and it's got a sauce like finish to it. Mm-hmm. Um people like murph you know what i, I you know, listen no offense i you know i was sick of drinking you know bloody mary so i used it to make meatloaf with and so that kind of how it just self-evolved into a sauce or or, or secondary use so.
1: gotcha gotcha yeah um now, now uh for people listening out there where can we actually get your uh, bloody mary mix
3: Okay, well, it, it's it's distributed in twenty-seven states at this point in time. Um, so you can go to my website at www.merfsfamous.com. Merfs is spelled mm-hmm. M-R-P-H-S. Famous.com, and there's a store finder. You know, you just put your zip code in. But uh, I could say I, I know you're you, you have do you have just a Jersey audience or is your audience national? How would you describe um, your audience?
2: I would I would say national. We've got a yeah, lot of Virginia, okay. California. We're, yeah,
1: I mean, if you look at our listeners, I mean, we're, we're, we're in Jersey. We, um, our studio's out of L.A. Um, you know, a majority of our listeners are in like the Philly, Virginia area. We're just all over yeah, the place. Yeah, we're all over the place. It's all over the place. Okay, okay.
3: Good, good, good. Because in Jersey, there's Stop and Shop, uh, it's in every stop and shop. For Philly people, Weiss's markets. For Northern Pennsylvania people, Topps's markets. Uh, Florida, there's a place, there's uh, about 150 stores called ABC Liquors. They're in there. Just to name a few, just kind of getting in in Long Island where I live. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's King King Cullen, there's Stop and, uh, again, Stop and Chop. All through the the New England area, there's Stop and Chop. We're in every Stop and Chop store. Um, We just, it's funny you said about the West Coast, we just. Did a show, and I kind of mentioned to you guys through email that I was traveling. I just did the fancy food show out in San Francisco, okay, uh, where we met where we met a ton of buyers from major supermarkets uh, in, in you know from like the West Coast. If you're in Missouri, we're in Schnucks, um, but up until like three days ago, we, were, we went as far as west as Kansas City. But after we met a bunch of these buyers that are in you know all, all throughout the West Coast, BevMo being one of them. Um, Albertsons being another, uh, obviously there's Kroger's, I'm not in Kroger's yet, but they mm-hmm. all, they all had an interest in Murph's Famous and want to take it in. So I'm almost certain within the next three to, cause it takes time Within the next three to six months, we're going to be on the shelves in a lot of the West Coast stores as well.
1: Sweet. Sweet. Awesome. Awesome. Um, now last question for, you. I mean, do you have any, uh, new products, uh, in the works like, uh, new mixes or, or anything like that?
3: Not necessarily new mixes, uh, and this is not even this is almost like a week old. We have single serve Murphs. Uh the same, nice, the same two, yeah, same, same. Um, I know we should guys had a picture of it, and maybe I'll, you know, I'll do. It. I'll eat tomorrow, I'll, eat, I'll, eat, I'll, I'll, Cassie, I'll email you a picture of the uh, okay. the, <clears throat> the single serve. But um, not nothing new out of the Bloody Mary arena, but more of a convenience product. We came out with a single serve. Uh, regular
1: and the singles are hot and spicy. Nice, uh, okay, kind of like a can, like yeah, a canned Bloody Mary kind no, of, type of thing. it's not or? a
3: can because my my processing is a hot fill, so can doesn't really work for me. So okay, it a, it's still a bottle. It's almost like a junior bottle to the one
1: that we like that a I pony, like like, a, like yeah. a little pony bottle. I, I got you. Okay,
3: a Murph... The Murph
1: Mini. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mini Murph. There you go. Nice, nice. Yeah.
3: Perfect.
1: <laughs> perfect. All right. Well, I, I really appreciate you calling in. Uh, you know, we're going to finish up this uh, taste test, and I'm sure uh, your mixes are going to win because, uh, to be honest with you, the, the other mixes that we got to compete it's with yours generic stuff <laughs> are just generic pieces of shit ones. So <laughs> I'm sure you'll win. <laughs> so, um, but. But uh, like I said, Bloody Mary is my, besides beer, Bloody Mary is my favorite drink. Uh, I drink it all the time. So I'm very excited to talk to you. And, um, you know, this, like I said, tonight is the first time I'm tasting your mix, and I'm, I'm sure you've gotten a big fan right here. And uh, I encourage uh, all our listeners to uh, to definitely get out there, uh, find your stuff, and uh, and try it out. And uh, and thank you very much, man. Thank, thank you very much for calling in.
3: Well, I, I certainly appreciate being on your show. I was excited as well um i i hope you do become a believer we have, one last plug before i as uh, it your program sure. we, we have a um we have a uh, saying at murph's one sip one believer which really i'm i'm kind of you know in a way a little bit in a subtle way challenging the you know the consumer hey listen take one sip of my product and i um, i'm i'm staying i'm telling you you're going to become a believer and it's working So I appreciate you guys and and getting my word and my message out. So the feeling is very mutual from our end, and thank you.
1: No problem. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. Okay, guys. Have a great night. All right. You You too. too. Mendez out. Okay. right, folks. Uh, Great. Uh, Awesome. Uh, Yeah. But we're uh, at the end of the show. We're at the end of the show. Did we taste all the Bloody Mary mixes? We did taste all the Bloody Mary mixes. What was the number one? The number one was... I can't. Let me see. I'll be able to tell you. The number one Bloody Mary mix that we tasted today um, was uh, was Murphy's. It was actually Murphy's uh, regular mix. Really? Yeah, it was Murphy's regular mix. And what was number two? Number two was um, then our the, the second favorite was Murphy's spicy mix. So there you go. Awesome. It is solved. Murphy's is definitely the best out of any generic Bloody Mary mix you can get. I know we well, got. Well, they're to not generic, soon. but you know what I mean.
2: Out of any Bloody um, Mary mix you can get,
1: we have, we really have like one minute left. Pop's going to come on real quick. He's going to say his piece. Go 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 Pass, go. Black puppet comes on, says his piece, and leaves. Quick. And I'm going to leave the mic. And uh, when I leave, when I leave, when I come back, the show might be on. Go. Yo. yo yo, what, what, what up, Crackers? Hey, uh, Yo, what up? Uh, hey, hey! How does a black How does a black woman
2: fight crime? How she gets an abortion? Oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah! <That's> bad.
1: <laughs> so I see that um, I, I I I see that uh, Spike Lee and his Bakaki glasses and uh, Jada Pinkett Barry Smith, whatever the hell her name is, are banning the Oscars. Okay, because of the lack of black people nominated for awards. Too many hockeys are winning. I think that's the problem. But, you know, Pops isn't mad about that. Uh, black people are just so selfish. Pops is mad about the <laughs> lack of puppet nominations. Yeah. Like the video I made where I raped the tube of toothpaste because it whitens? That's racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> that video should have been nominated. Why were you raping toothpaste? Because anyway. it whitens. Okay. Pops love rape. <laughs> or uh, the time on video that Pop pooped in a bag of marshmallows Ew. to even it out? Fueling fucking bag that honky loves those honky treats. <laughs> All right, pops, you got to wrap it up. Okay, sir. Okay, okay. Pops is gonna rack it up. Uh, so I'm just gonna say one joke then leave. Why is it better to be black than gay? What? Because Why? when you're black, you don't have to tell your parents. Oh, oh man, my gosh! He's out. <laughs> All right, folks, so let's uh wrap back. it up. Pops ran out, so uh. uh we're going to be off next week. Yep, and we we'll back in February, and we're going to have uh, a bunch
2: of awesome, awesome guests. We're going to have a winner of our fantasy football league calling yes. in. Tom Murray will be on here live. again. We have, uh, we have a
1: senior in a row. We'll have a bunch of porn stars lined up. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, thank you very much for listening in January. And it's thank been an you. Awesome kickoff to 2016. I want to thank Murph's Bloody Mary Mix for calling right. in. And Stuart Brazel. And I want to for thank uh, Stuart Brazel for calling in. She was an awesome guest, and thank you very much, much folks. And uh, drink, drink on. on.
3: You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris
1: Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio.